barring what you just said, I felt that we had done the most of the job. The unfortunate thing about this job, it's, it's, there isn't a lot of room for subcontractors on this. Um, you're going to self-perform the majority of this. I'm sure every contractor out there is maybe subbing out some trucking and some saw cutting, um, but the days of having the <coughs> flagging minority subcontractors, I mean, they died through the Depression through 08, 09, and 10. We really don't have a lot of those little subs anymore to fill these little gaps um, that we used to. Um, I, I just request and reconsider. Um, I appreciate you listening to me. I'm open for any questions. Okay, any questions? Okay, we may, we may have some later, so. I'm going to hear Matt's explanation first. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, I'd, I'd actually like to see if there's any additional public comment. Oh, sure. Before we come back to that too. staff discussion. Thank you, and we may have questions later. Any other comment on this item? Okay, seeing none. Um, maybe before you dig <coughs> in, Matt, I've got a question. That sounds like there may be two kind of nuances to the same topic that are under discussion. Uh, you know, my understanding as it relates to disadvantaged business uh, enterprise recruitment is through anytime there's anytime there's federal funds in a project the feds require that contractors put forth good faith efforts to attempt to um, hire uh, minority or uh, minority businesses or small business minority businesses on a project the I, as I understand it from the staff report there's there's, it sounds like that requirement was probably in the construction specifications or the bid specifications, but there also was a requirement in the bid specifications that required that the contractor basically notify these two entities uh, that, you know, they're actively looking for small, either small businesses or minority businesses. Do I, am I understanding this properly? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there, there, certain, there was a requirement to do this thing. Essentially, uh, a good faith effort um, is a very general term, right, um, that they have to make a good faith effort. Each agency, each funding agency, defines what a good faith effort is by establishing procedures that must be followed during the bidding, during the contracting. Um, and each, each agency is a little bit different, but they all follow kind of the same rules in terms of posting, soliciting, documenting that you talk to people, things like that. But they have these checkpoints. This is a checkpoint. You register with this agency, you register with this agency, you <coughs> fill out this form, et cetera, et cetera. And so long as you meet all the checkpoints, uh, th they then can prove uh, in their audits that the good faith effort, as it's defined, has been followed. So, so basically the federal entity who is controlling these federal funds has said as a part of the bid process in order for the contractor to show good faith effort, they must register the fact that they're pursuing this work with these um, entities. Yes. And that that's, if, if you haven't done that, then you're deemed to have not um, shown good faith. Yes, it, it, yeah without making judgment as to the fact that I'm certain they did make a good faith effort and right. everything he said right. is valid, but in the capital, capitalized good faith effort, uh, this, this checkpoint wasn't met. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And also for the board, I just want to make clear, Brian Hanley from Porter Simon is on the phone, and for the public, he's <coughs> a, an attorney with Porter Simon, our legal counsel, general legal counsel. Steve Gross also weighed in on this last night from Italy, even though I keep telling him he's on vacation and he shouldn't be weighing in on these issues, uh, but he ignores me, so we can have a talk with him when he gets back. But Brian is on the phone if there's any questions of Brian. Judy? So my understanding is that because of questions about that for to accommodate this particular contractor, the process was extended by 15 days. Yeah, I think, sorry, maybe these two can, Coral can clarify. Hi, Judy. Um, for the project as a whole and for any bidders on the project, we extended that um, time between pre-bid meeting and bid opening to 15 days. Our typical time frame is two weeks between those two meetings, but um, from our past experience on projects last year, we realized giving those bidders that third week was really beneficial because the process is confusing. It is um, challenging for all parties involved, and so we changed our process to have that time frame extended. Was this a topic discussed at the pre-bid meeting? It was, and after the pre-bid meeting, we realized there was still some confusion about it, so we sent out a clarification to all of the attendees of that pre-bid meeting. So of what qualified a good faith effort? The clarification was, um, and I would be happy to make copies for you all to read it, but the clarification was that the bidders had to register the project with both the small business um, administration. administration and then the MBDA. It's included as D2-2 yeah. in your packets. And, and the other seven bidders were able to comply with that per the direction given, right? Correct. Okay. Any further questions? None for Judy? No. Eric? No, I think. Yeah, it's. it's um, if it doesn't qualify it for funding, it our hands are kind of tied yeah. with it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, um, but we can't we can't put the federal funding at risk, right? Okay, so with that, I would entertain a motion. <coughs> um, I would move that we award um, the bid to WWW Construction Inc. on the on all the background that we were given today. Um, I'm sorry. For losing the fourteen thousand dollars, but yeah, um, uh, I'll second. A motion and a second. Question for Brian. Brian, is there anything we as a board need to do as it relates to making a finding related to Reno Tahoe construction construction's bid being non-responsive or anything like that? Okay. So the motion was basically the staff recommendation at the top of the correct. memo that Coral just gave us. That's okay. Correct. All right. Thank you. So there's a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Seeing none, those in favor? Aye. Aye. Those opposed? Seeing none? All right. Sorry, guys.
Building these projects is the easy part. Thanks, Brian. I don't think we need you for the rest of the meeting unless there's any other questions for Brian. Nope. I don't think so. Okay, thanks, Brian. Okay, item three Tahoma Meadows Mutual Water Company metering project. Just a promise to comply with all the rules and regs. Yeah, I mean, we we do this pretty frequently. Anytime we're working <coughs> on private property, we've been doing this exception. They just require a letter. Um, so you guys can approve this if, if, uh, if okay with you. I, would, I just wanted to add that um, I did get a okay from Placer County for the board to grant Cindy or I the authority <coughs> to just sign these letters so we don't have to bring them each time the board if you guys would be comfortable with that but yeah we can do that in that. another action this is specifically to the Tahoma Meadows ones okay I move approval second any discussion seeing none those in favor aye, aye. those opposed none item four resolution authorizing the application for grant funds from the wildlife conservation board good morning um so just a little background on the lake forest boat ramp facility um, it is owned by the Wildlife Conservation Board, and it is, it's turning 50 this year. It was built back in 1963, and the Tahoe City PUD has been maintaining it since 1973. Um, there is some significant structural deterioration of the boat ramp, and we have a rehabilitation project that we'd like to seek full funding from the Wildlife Conservation Board for that project. Um, one note, um, the, the price is um, higher than what I've got listed here. Um, the fiscal impact is actually up to $639 to include the full scope of the project and the dredging um, that we're recommending. $639,000? Yes. Yes. So um, we're asking that you adopt the attached resolution that's required to be, for staff to be able to apply for funding from Wildlife Conservation Board. Okay. Move why, why aren't we asking for full funding? We, no, we are. We will be. We're asking the for the 600 yeah. Okay, right. so that's the change. And what if they say no? Or we'll we be do coming it. back to you with um, other suggestions, but we don't have this in the budget. Okay. Yeah. Move approval. Second. Moved and seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none. Terry? Director Friedman? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Item five, Dollar Hill two water service replacement project. Rebids, resolution, call for bids. Tony? Sewer and Water Committee this morning recommended all <laughs> on this project. Yeah, we met just before the board meeting. Uh, okay. Yeah, so pretty much you've heard the story of the Sewer and Water Committee, so we mm -hmm. recommend the board approve the fact resolution conference based for construction and we did a project. So moved. Second. Moved second. Discussion? None. Those, uh, Roll call. Terry. Director Friedman? Yes. Director Henriksen? Yes. Director Wilkins? Yes. Thank you. Item six, appoint real property negotiators for Madden Creek Water Company and Tahoe Cedars Water Company. Um, as you know, we uh, have been working with Harold Morgan on the appraisals for these two <coughs> water systems. We have draft appraisals. Uh, Tony and I have some more work to do on those, but uh, we would like to get a committee appointed for us to work with so that as we uh, get into negotiations and present these appraisals, we bring you up to speed. 
Um, and our recommendation from staff is that the Sewer and Water Committee sit as the negotiating committee. Um, and I've spoken independently and believe that that's acceptable to the two committee members. So I'll move. Yeah, any, any reason we should, is, is there something pressing about this? Is there any reason to just do it now versus waiting for a board meeting when the other two board members are here? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, I know, because we could appoint the Parks and Rec Commission. They're unbiased, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they might not agree. We, I don't know. We were hoping to get a meeting um, together with you to to uh, hear the draft appraisals and start talking about a strategy. Before the next board meeting. Before the next board meeting. Okay. Uh, so that's why we went ahead and put it on this agenda. We'd like to run it by board members. Well, and then we could probably talk to the other two board members, see if they have a problem with it next yeah. time. And if they do, they can disappoint us. Yeah. <laughs> they, they come to I'm the sure meeting. They would too. They well, sure I, they think, would. I think <laughs> Lou, Lou is, a, a, is a, a customer of oh. the One Water System. He's conflicted out. Though. Yeah. And so, and I think this is acceptable probably. With, okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll move staff's recommendation to a point. Dan Wilkins and Eric Hanrickson is the committee. Okay, second. Discussion? Seeing none. Those in favor? Aye. 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 Those opposed? No. You usually appoint the people that aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I was ready. <laughs> I, was, I was going that direction. Okay. Nice try. Nice try. Uh, so let's <laughs> adjourn. Uh, so let's